The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 29. Yeah, we're closing in on episode 30. And so, uh, well, uh, Trump and Cruz are fighting over New York while Hillary and Bernie do the same. And I. Uh, Lefty, what's the matter? What's the, you've been crying since you got in? I'm I'm sorry. It's just uh, recent events in my personal life have just left me a total wreck of a human being. Well, well why? Well, what's the matter? What happened? Uh, it's just well, you know how people are always joking that I'm gay. I I guess I I mean. Well, of course I'm not. So wait, whoa, 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 whoa! You you're not. You see, that's what I'm talking about. That's another subject for another time. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the point is, I, of course, have many gay friends. And one of them, well, he confided in me that he found me very attractive and wanted to know me better and was hoping that we could pursue a relationship. And I, I, I mean, anyway, he, he invited me to, to be with him on a weekend at a resort. And, uh, I, well, uh, he offered to give me a massage, and, uh, of course, one thing led to another, and, uh, I, I agreed to have him, you, uh, engage in, uh, anal copulation with me. Yeah, because I think that, that's because you're, you're gay, Lefty. No, you see, that's the, the whole point, is that. It was horrible. I hated every minute of it. Okay, I just I was like gripping the table and I I was crying and I, now that I look at him, I feel like I'm gonna throw up. It's it's horrible. I, I'm a terrible human being. I could not just be a decent, caring human being that could accept this gift of love, but instead I reacted like some like a like a cis male. <laughs> I, I, I'm a goddamn cis male. It's bad enough that I'm white, but oh my god, this, I just, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm in, in such a conflict with myself, and I don't know how to resolve it, and it's just driving me up the wall. I've been like this whole week. <laughs> this, this is even worse than that time I, I was having sex with my girlfriend, with my then girlfriend, and I, I finally got to do it on top, and I enjoyed every minute of it. It was probably the best orgasm I'd ever had, and I hate myself for that, but this is worse. I rejected this, just like I said, a wonderful gift of the copulation of love, and I I hated it. It was horrible, and I I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, couldn't you have just said, you know, you, you, you're flattered, but you don't swing that way? No! No, that's what a homophobe would say. I mean, you just, you, you, that's just the language of tolerance. And tolerance is such a hateful thing to, to believe in and agree. It's acceptance, Mr. Nelson. That's what we need. That's what the world should be. We wouldn't have all this hate if we were more accepting. And I accepted it. And 
<laughs> All right. Well, maybe you should uh, take the rest of the show off and, uh, you know, take some time to uh, deal with that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to live up to my responsibilities and uh, do my part for the show. I... Because, you know, I mean, I'm here. Um, and But you're not queer? <laughs> yeah, you see, that? that's the kind of thing. You, you make it like, it's not funny. This is, a, this is like a, a, a total mental collapse for me here. And you're laughing like it's all funny. But what, what should I expect from a practical Nazi like you? <laughs> we interrupt this program to bring you this special news bulletin. Indonesian snake-wearing pop star dies from grizzly cobra bite on stage. An Indonesian pop star is dead after suffering a fatal bite from a cobra, a snake that was part of her act on stage. The pop star was bitten during the second song of her set at her Indonesian concert, but refused to stop the show. She dropped to the floor while on stage 45 minutes later in front of her shocked audience. She died from that cobra bite in case you didn't figure that out. So, apparently, according to Fox News on April 7th, Irma Buell, 29, uh, who incorporates snakes into her pop star act on stage, was wearing them as some type of accessory. Buell usually has a boa or a python around her neck, but for some reason this time she accessorized with a cobra. The king cobra is the longest venomous snake in the world. It can grow up to eight feet long. It is not a snake that likes to be around commotion. And a pop concert does offer noise. Yes, yes it does. The pop star was under the impression that the snake had been defanged. Yeah, yeah, probably should have looked into that. But when she accidentally stepped on the snake's tail during her set on stage, the snake lunged at Yule and planted a fatal bite on her thigh. The snake's handler immediately tried to administer the antidote for the snake venom, which would have saved her life. But she wanted nothing to do with that. Buell refused the medication and, in and insisted on continuing her show, which turned out to be a fatal mistake. Yeah, this is all kinds of stupid. But, you know, you gotta uh, respect her uh, dedication to the show must go on. Uh, well, probably not. Oh, boy. Well, this reminds me of a similar story that happened a couple of years ago, and it's apparently still happening with a certain church uh, that believes in uh, snake handling. Pastor Jamie Coots was always ready to meet Jesus, and the bite that killed him happened at church with his son and family watching. The snake that bit him, we've been carrying it to church now for about four months. He always yeah. told me you get bit. You either die at home or God brings you through. The preacher himself walked us through his world last year, where believers speak in tongues. To many outsiders, it doesn't make sense. Didn't they ever read the book of the Garden of Eden story? God. That's the singing of a rattlesnake. These Pentecostal families <laughs> yeah. and their hit reality series, Snake Salvation from National Geographic. There are more than 100 of these small churches <laughs> across salvation. Appalachia all fighting with state and local authorities. Their pastors arrested for breaking the law, using deadly snakes in worship. The snake is, is nothing more than that to me. It's just a tool that, you know, is used in the Bible. A verse from the book of Mark <laughs> defines their faith. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them, and they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. 
True believers like Coots refuse wow. treatment when the snakes bite. Ah, but the pastor, yeah, that, that was, was at least eight times. We got the call to come back that he had wow. passed away. Doctors say bite victims must always survive when they get medical help yeah. immediately. Yeah. Steve Osanzami, ABC News, Atlanta. And Coots' son will take over the church and will still use snakes. So we didn't learn anything, huh? Yeah. Um... Uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, uh, the Bible starts off right off the bat. Uh, the snake is not your friend, is it? <laughs> and uh, as far as that business of, uh, you know, trying to prove that your faith can withstand anything. Uh, remember that scene where Jesus and Satan were out in the wizard, uh, the wizard, the wilderness, and uh, Satan was telling him to, like, uh, turn the stones into bread and uh, or, jump off a cliff because the angels will come save you because that'll prove you're the son of God and all that stuff. And then Jesus said, you're not supposed to force the hand of God. Yeah, man, you might want to follow that one instead of this business of uh, dancing around and speaking gibberish, uh, all that theatrical crap, and uh, uh, getting bitten by snakes. Yeah, See, I learned that when I was a little kid, that uh, snake venom is bad for you. Anyway, that's the news. Now, stay tuned for another exciting episode of Night Night, right after these important messages. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. The Conti and Kenny Show goes international. Uh, I just want to let uh, Maroslav know that um, whatever they got in the Chernobyl water over there, mm-hmm. they're doing a great job because uh, nice. my Ruski uh, um, uh, girl at the liquor store, mm-hmm. um, it's hiney. unfair. It's unfair. She's wearing stretchy pants constantly. She's a beautiful. You can tell she looks Russian or some somewhere around there. Ukrainian, something. It seems like that. Yeah. And... Uh, She's what a body this broad has I on her. I told you. I can't. It's not Tell fair her we're anymore. We're going to yeah. a green card party, I, I, and we're we're giving it. All you got to do is get a picture. I, of her. I, I really, I really am going to have to do something about this because um, I've had enough of it already. Oh, I, okay. I'm going to wait for her outside. Good. She's beautiful, and her body is just—it's all in the right place. That's nice. Oh it's, my it's a good, God! Good stalking wanna, story yeah. so far. Way to go! And what I do is I—I'm going to wait for her outside. Yeah, club her over the head <laughs> with her Chernobyl fucking two fifty. I—I order stuff off the back shelf behind her, even if so, I don't. So, so she, she has to go around, and reach up for it. And yeah, then you can see. I'm her like, ass. yeah, I'll take one of those little airplane bottles of uh, um, um, rum chata. Right. The fuck is a rum chata? Yeah. Can I have a bottle of that quick glimpse? Yeah. Right over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a hiney. Mm. Very nice. Yeah, I want to bite it. So, uh, well done, uh, Russia, Ukraine. <laughs> Better figure out that Russia or Ukraine business there, Kenny, because the two countries are currently at war. <laughs> oh, well, better luck next time. Tune in to the Conti and Kenny Show. Find out all info at CNK Show on Twitter and the Conti and Kenny Show.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. My name is Earl Handley, and I own the Handley Tackle Shop. Uh, It's the business my daddy left me, and I've been running it ever since. Uh, My younger brother, Daryl, is, well, I love him, I do, but he's just been an idiot since the day he was born. He recently uh, ruined his marriage, his wife kicked him out of the, the trailer house, 
because he couldn't let go of the computer porn. So, now I figured it was my obligation to look out for him, so he's moved in with me and my wife and kids. And uh, he doesn't have a job, so I'm going to have to give him one here at the tackle shop. Yeah, I, I, you know, I always looked up to the, uh, the Earl, and, and I really appreciate uh, what he's doing for me. And I, I'm going to show him. I'm going to show him that I, 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 I'm something now. Well, I just hope they get along better than they do before. I'm not very confident that this will happen, but I just want everything to work out. It's just they, they, they get into these big conflicts over, you know, little things. God damn it, Daryl! Get in here! What? What I do now? I just came out of the bathroom. Yeah, you know, yeah, you look at me. Look at me when I'm talking to you. Did you? Did you piss in my toilet? Did you? Now, I did. Shut up! And answer me. Did you or did you not piss in my toilet? <laughs> People say I'm overreacting. We got a guest room toilet. That's where he can do his business. He don't do it in mine. I don't know what to do. <laughs> How can Daryl grow if Earl keeps putting him down? And meanwhile, what about Sally Handley? Can she keep it all together while being trapped in the middle? I just wish they could understand that when nature calls, you know, sometimes... Don't make excuses for him, Sally! Damn it! You know I don't like that! And then, things got even more serious. Yeah, I can't wait to see that Superman Batman movie. <laughs> oh, that ought to be something there. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Daryl! Oh. Daryl! Daryl! Uh, Come here, you! Oh, uh, uh, Earl, I... You stupid uh, idiot. Did you shit in my toilet? Uh, well, don't uh, stammer. Answer me. Did you shit in my toilet? Hey. <laughs> yes, I did. I had the runs. My Brother's Keeper, Monday nights on TLC. Say, want to get your hands on some Mr. Nelson art? <laughs> yes, all you have to do is head over to society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. That's society number six dot com slash Mr. Nelson. All one word, M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it'll be just that simple. There you'll find shirts that I've designed and other articles of art like prints, mugs, and tumblers. You know, stuff like that. All kinds of goodies. <laughs> you can even find the Mr. Nelson Show t-shirt. That's right. And my own designs for the Bob Levy Show t-shirt. Yes, quite a few. Yes, it's all there. So head over to society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. All one word. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Uh, this is Boobo from Night Night. Uh, and you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show. <laughs> Previously on Night Night. Damn, damn, damn. Hey, <laughs> Night Night, you got a pee stain on your tights. <laughs> Shut up, you idiot. My secret identity has been exposed. What? What hell? By what may be the most masterful calculating villain I've ever faced. Really? No, it was just some asshole photographer who stumbled in on me while I was taking a shit and caught me with my mask off. And now, part two of Night Night. And later, 
we find Night-Night and Bubo at the Knight's Lair. Oh man, oh man. Any minute now it could all be over. My secret revealed. How could this happen to me? Me! One of the greatest champions of justice the world has ever known. How is it that I have come to suffer this twisted twist of fate? Because you were taking a shit in the public restroom with your mask off, dumbass! Damn it, boo Always have your mask on at all times! Shut up, damn you! Damn. If only I knew where this photographer were. My only hope now is that he's stupid enough to call me and try to blackmail me. Mr. Lyle. What is this, Medley? There's some man on the phone who says he wants to blackmail you. <laughs> oh, uh, give me the phone. <coughs> uh, hello? This is Lyle Richmond. Yeah, yeah, right, night, night. Now listen up. I've got these photos of you, and if you don't want them to be published, then you're going to pay me a million dollars. <laughs> this is crazy. I <laughs> Look, that was just an outfit from a costume party. I just attended it, and uh, that's how you found me. Yeah, then why did you come after me? Because you embarrassed me. How would you like it if someone took pictures of you while you were taking a shit? <laughs> yeah, well, I think I'll just go with my instincts and publish these photos unless you pay me. Damn it. Well, this better be the only payment. Hell no. I expect you to pay me a million a year. Damn, that greedy bastard's gonna clean you out, night night. Night night, huh? I knew it. Damn it, Boo! You got two days, and then that's it. No, don't hang up. Damn it. That idiot. I have no idea where to send the money. Well, hang up. He might be trying to call back. Oh, oh, shit. Wait a minute. Didn't you set the night computer to monitor and trace all incoming calls? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Yes, here's his location. To the night cruiser. Oh, boy! And soon, the night cruiser can be seen once again racing through the streets of Cityopolis. Hopefully, we can wrap this up quickly. I, I still can't believe this happened to me. Well, you got clumsy taking a shit with your mask off. Damn it. I mean, anybody could have walked in on you. Well, seeing them shiny nylon boots under the stall, of course he knew it was you. Damn it, Bubo! Don't you think I know that? I, I'm getting old. I'm slipping up. Maybe Smedley's right. Maybe it's time to I, I, I quit this crap and retire. What? Oh no! I want to keep playing night night Bubo. <laughs> well, then you better start showing me some damn respect. And soon, Night Night's tracer leads him to the shady green apartments. Hmm. The signal's definitely coming from this apartment complex, but I can't seem to pinpoint it. <laughs> Somebody spray-painted the letters ITT over the word shady on the shady green apartment sign. <laughs> hmm. For once, the graffiti is completely accurate, Bobo, as this is a seedy part of town. The populace here are little more than the dog shit on my boot. A fitting home for our extortionist. Hey, hey, look over there. Yeah, man, what? What I oh, you. Oh, you got me. Hey, looky here. It's oh, nightmare. Man, look at that. Greetings, citizens. I'm looking for a photographer. 
Night-night, why waste time with these guys? Didn't you just say they were nothing but the dog shit on the bottom of your boot? What? Oh, shit. Suddenly, a group of tenants beat Night-night severely and then dump him in a nearby ditch and then pee on him. Welcome to shitty green, bitch. Meanwhile, Bubo has been hiding behind a nearby car until after the tenants leave. He then pulls Night-night out of the ditch by dragging him by his cape all the way to the night cruiser. Stop! Bubo, stop! I, I, I can't breathe! Damn, I can't never do right! You always bitch! Shut! Shut! Why'd you do that? <coughs> because it felt like this! Signal. It's coming through now. Hmm. The phones of those uh, uh, unruly youths must have been giving interference. Now, Bobo, we must hurl our cables up to the roof and climb to that window. <laughs> oh, 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 pulling my gut. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of gut. Guess that's why I'm already up here on the roof. <laughs> what? No, stupid. The window we need is... It, it's here. Right in front of me. I I see him. Really? Okay, I'll come down. What? Uh... No! <laughs> oh, damn it, boo Are you sure it was him? Yes, I could see him as he looked right at me and shot me the rod as he sat at his computer. Great obscenity. Is there no end to this guy's indecency? Damn it, boo Didn't you hear me? He was sitting at his computer. I've got to stop him before he sends those photos online. Whoa, Night-Night. Well, what are you going to do with that rocket launcher? I've got to make sure those photos are destroyed. Well, what about the other tenants? Once again, Bubo, collateral damage will be the necessary evil in my war against evil. And as the smoke clears, Night Night and Bubo find the blackmailing photographer among the rubble, still alive. Uh, what? What happened? Uh, Night Night? What, what are you doing here? Gee, Night Night, it's like he doesn't remember anything. Of course not, as the night rocket was tipped with a capsule laced with Nighty Night amnesia gas. Uh, I, I can't feel my legs! I, I can't feel my legs! Uh -oh. <laughs> Remember what he was up to, Bobo. This is a fitting end for his kind. What about the other wounded? Well, most of them were among those that beat me, so screw them. Thus ends another amazing night-night adventure! This has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you?
You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. You know what? I got my worst blowjob the other day. Your worst? Yeah. What happened? I went down on this girl, then it came her turn to suck my cock. How was it? Uh, you know what she did? Give me the mic, asshole. She kissed the head of my cock like this. I go, what is that, your grandmother? What do you want, Hanukkah money too? Suck that cock. I don't feel that. Suck my cock like you're drowning and the balls got oxygen. Our pal, the late, great Otto Peterson, is sadly no longer with us. But his legacy of laughs lives on at ottoandgeorge.com. There you can find his t-shirt, his DVDs, and all things Otto and George at ottoandgeorge.com. Mitt, is gray hair sneaking up on you? Hey, it is sneaking up on me. Down hair or toe. Mitt, your world doesn't need to be all shades of gray. With For Men Only Hair Stain, you can re-enter a manly black and colored world and get laid. Now FDA approved for your pubes. Oh, now that's a lot better. And thicker, too. Hair stain for men only. Women, especially pregnant women, should never even touch hair stain unless you want breast cancer, brain cancer, rectal rot, and or retard babies. By purchasing this product, we assume that you do not want the aforementioned metal days. You know, when we get old, we often find ourselves seeking out the comforts of a warmer climate, typically found in the sunshine state of Florida. My friend says, hey, Grandma, how are things in Key West? And she goes, uh, this is the first sentence out of her mouth. Uh, don't try the shellfish. I did, and I've been bleeding from the rectum for a week. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe that's the... She didn't pay for it. That's how she paid, made pavement. She took it in the ass by the owner. Who is she? Vicki Lawrence playing grandma? Yeah. She's I'm been... bleeding from the rectum. <laughs> she, I swear the first words out of her mouth. I, there's fruit punch in my toilet. What happened? A lobster claw. It, it dug through my fucking diapers. Oh, I, I, she couldn't say, hey, we're having a great time. It was. <laughs> Don't look back. Or you'll be seeing red. Oh, bye. Tune in for more silliness on the Bob Levy Show. The Bob Levy Show supports Warrior Point, Inc. It was created to be the number one rallying point for any and all veterans who have honorably served this great nation. It does not matter whether you served your time during peacetime, wartime, or if you're still serving. If you served in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, or National Guard, you are welcome as a member of Warrior Point. So join the ranks of Warrior Point to support one another and to help raise awareness of the issues you face as defenders of our great nation. Follow them on Twitter at Warrior Point and friend them on Facebook and go to warriorpoint.org. And now it's time for another exciting episode of Perhaps, but maybe not. Study shows that touching robots can arouse humans. Can this be true? That simply touching a robot can turn you on? Well, a recent scientific study was conducted, and of course, there was a video. Hello. Hi. In this exercise, we'll be thinking about vocabulary for parts of the body. Okay. Sometimes I'll ask you to touch my body, and what? sometimes I'll ask you 
just to point to my body. Oh. When I ask you to punch me, please punch me with your dominant hand. Yeah. When I ask you to point at me, please point at me with your dominant hand. Yeah. Please keep your other hand on the sensor. Okay, let's get started. Okay. Please punch my hand. You like that? This is the hand. It is referred to as the carpal region. Please punch my ear. Yeah, that's... That's not very hot. This is the ear. It is referred to as the otic region. But it just looks like a flashlight to me. Please punch my buttocks. Whoa! Well, this chick doesn't mess around. This is the buttocks. It is referred to as the gluteal region. Also known as the ass, the booty, the trunk, the caboose. You know, so basically, uh, humans have learned to be turned on by someone inviting you to touch their ass. Hmm, but anyway, uh, I didn't see anything hot about that robot. I mean, uh, it just looked like a little toy, but, uh, it looks like this was done in Japan, so that might explain a lot. Anyway, overall, do humans get aroused by touching robots? Perhaps... But maybe not. This is your ass. This is your ass in prison. Any questions? This has been a public service announcement reminding you that if you do the crime, you will do the time. Hard time. Mr. Nelson here. Say, do you love the sound of my voice? <laughs> I know. Me too. Well, now... With a little chump change, you can enjoy the sound of my voice while watching a movie. That's right. Films like Beast from Haunted Cave. It's about a bank heist gone wrong. No, it doesn't go wrong because the handsome ski instructor foils the plot. Or because the Robert's chain-smoking nymphomaniac girlfriend turns on him. No, it's because the gang didn't count on a giant spider monster living in a nearby haunted cave. The film stars Michael Forrest who portrayed Apollo in the original Star Trek TV series. Yes, he's the guy who became a giant, making Captain Kirk look up his toga. Warning, due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Head over to selfy.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. <laughs> yes, Nelson, for me. There you'll find all the films that I've graced with my smart-ass commentary. So again, head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. Sometimes you need a private moment, you know, to be intimate with yourself. But then somebody walks in! Oh my god! Someone looks oh like... my god! <laughs> yes, when requiring privacy, it's your responsibility to remember to lock the door. This is a message from the Locksmiths Association of America. We're always there in the hopes of keeping your privates private. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com.
Well, I'm telling you, Mr. Cranston, there's some mighty queer things in these here swamps. If I was you, I wouldn't stay one second longer. Why, Charlie? Charlie! Yeah, but don't you forget what I said, Mr. Cranston. Mighty queer things in these here swamps. Mighty queer. So if I was you, I'd get out. And I'd get fast. Goodbye, all. <laughs> About a month ago, Star Wars actor Mark Hamill did an interview in which he suggested Luke Skywalker might be gay. Well, actually, he said that if you want to believe he's gay, then he is, or something along those lines. Uh, so anyway, since uh, he never had a romantic interest in any of the Star Wars films, uh, it could be possible that they could just go ahead and say, yeah, well, that's because he was gay all this time, and uh, uh, while he was... He's been in exile on some planet hiding from the, the dark side again uh, in the new film. Uh, maybe he had a, you know, a little friend on that island. <laughs> uh, however, next up before the next chapter of Star Wars is a Star Wars spinoff film, which Disney will be doing with their new franchise of Star Wars films. And so uh, this next one will be uh, Rogue One, which is a story of how the Rebellion was able to get those secret plans to the Death Star which was uh, led to the uh, first Star Wars film in 1977. State your name for the record. Jen Erso. Forgery of Imperial documents. Possession yeah. of stolen property. Aggravated assault. Resisting arrest. On your own from the age of 15. Reckless, aggressive, and undisciplined. This is a rebellion, isn't it? <laughs> I rebel. Whoa! We have a mission for you. We need the a dirty dozen. A major weapons test is imminent. We need to know what it is and how to destroy it. Is that clear? Yeah. Yes, sir. There you go. <laughs> the hell kind of a... God, this is... Hey, it's Magneto. What will you do when they catch you? What will you do if they break you? If you continue to fight... What will you become? The star. <laughs> It actually looks pretty good. It's kind of a cool idea about doing a, a sci-fi uh, heist movie or something like that, you know? Anyway, uh, so the, the lead here, the hero, is uh, this, this woman. Um, I forget the actress's name, and I didn't quite catch the name. It sounded like she said, I'm, my name's Jen Asshole. <laughs> but I don't think that was the name. You know, it's one of those alien names. I, you know, I guess I heard it wrong. Anyway, uh, the latest theory with the uh, Star Wars cult is that it might be revealed that at some point in between the films that we just didn't see, uh, the original films with uh, Luke Skywalker and the gang, is that this woman uh, became Luke Skywalker's uh, love interest. And uh, they conceived a child, and that became the uh, the young lady in the, uh, the uh, 
the recent Star Wars movie, and she's the one with the Force, and she's going to be the, the the newest uh, Jedi hero that Luke's going to have to train, I imagine, in the next film. So, uh, uh, Ray, yeah, that's the character's name. So I guess her full name is probably Ray Skywalker. So uh, there you go. That's uh, an interesting theory. Whether they planned on it or not, they'll probably think, oh, well, yeah, we got to do what the fans want. <laughs> but uh, so if that holds true, then all those dreams of Luke Skywalker being gay, well, not so much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. But uh, I, I've got news for you. that There's already a gay character in the Star Wars uh, story, and uh, he's been there all along. It's C-3PO. It's blatantly obvious. I mean, come on. Yeah. What are you going to do? Have a little take-a-take with Seaman Johnson. 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 Now it's time for another episode of Pokey the Bear. Pokey is on his usual rounds in Yellowstone National Park when he spots a bicyclist. He approaches cautiously, concealing himself behind the nearby bushes. Well, well, what have we here? Mmm, what a great day for a ride. Can't wait to break in my new shiny navy blue spandex shorts with that stylish yellow stripe on the side. And with my aerodynamic bike helmet, I'll slice through the air like grease lightning. <laughs> but first, I'd better limber up. I know, I'll do some squats. <sighs> Upon seeing the bicyclist stretch and bend his toned form, Pokey begins to touch himself. Lord have mercy. The sight of them shiny shorts on that tight bending ass is stirring me up something fierce. Suddenly, Pokey lunges forward at the bicyclist. Only you can put out the fire of my desire. What? Oh my god! A bear! Bend your ass over, bitch. The bicyclist's defenses are futile in the face of Pokey's beastal thrusts. As they savagely invade his anal orifice, splitting him in half. <sighs> but when all said and done, Pokey's senses return. Oh, jeez. Why'd I do that? Damn urges. What possessed that idiot to come through here dressing all sexy like? Stupid bitch. Man, if the Rangers find out, it's bye bye, Pokey. Wait a minute. I think I see. Yes, indeed, it's Mabel and her cubs. Oh, I better act fast. Moments later, Mama Bear Mabel and her two cubs find Pokey coming out of the woods bearing gifts. Well, hey there, Mabel. Oh, hello, Pokey. What have you got there? Well, I done killed me a deer, but I done had my fill. So well, I seen you and the cubs, then I thought to myself, Self, why don't you be charitable and give you the rest of the meat? Well, aren't you the gentleman? The smile on your faces makes it all worth it. As Mabel and the cubs chow down, 
Pokey walks away, deep in thought. Stupid or when them rangers find that cyclist DNA in your ship, you're gonna find a big surprise right between the eyes. Ha <laughs> ha! Too bad about the cubs being orphans, though. Hmm. Can't help but think this is somehow all my fault. But I also can't help but feel pride at being smarter than the average bear. Ha <laughs> ha! Join us next time for another episode of Pokey the Bear. Say, would you like a little more Mr. Nelson? <laughs> you know you do. So head over to my store at society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. There you'll find selections of my artwork, which can be printed on, yeah, prints, but also t-shirts, throw pillows, mugs, tumblers, tote bags, and clocks, and iPhone and iPod cases, stuff like that. Also hoodies, v-neck t-shirts, all kinds of t-shirts. Yes, that's right. Even long sleeve shirts. Uh-huh. Yes, you can get the Mr. Nelson Show t-shirt, even the Bob Levy Show t-shirt, and all kinds of other Nelson artwork printed on a shirt. And of course, with that throw pillow, you can even sleep with me. <laughs> so why don't you head over to society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. That's society, the number six, dot com slash M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Recently, uh, Geraldo Rivera appeared on the O'Reilly Factor on Fox News, and he was asked to opine on Senator Ted Cruz's chances in the New York primary for the uh, Republican Party primary uh, for president. You, Rivera, you think uh, Cruz can turn this uh, perception around? I don't think Cruz breaks 15 percentage points, Bill. I think that he's going to get routed in New York, and deservedly so. Aside from the stinking anti-Semitic implications that I see in that whole New York values, money, and media coded uh, message that he put out there, pandering to those Iowa voters. Hear me out. He also voted against Hurricane Sandy relief. He also voted against compensation for the 9-11 victims. This is a man whose interests are absolutely antithetical well, to the New other York. Two, uh, He's going to uh, get okay, rounded. The Sandy, the Sandy and the uh, 9-11, I, I can understand. Look, Rivera, I, I mean, I've lived here my whole life, as have you. If he says New York values to a bunch of um, evangelicals, it's not anti-Semitic. He's pointing to the Blasio, to Cuomo, to these, to the why progressive crew. Why didn't he say that? Crew. He could have very easily because said. He, why didn't he, could he say have very anything? Easy, oh, for God's sakes! Geraldo Rivera knows damn good and well what Ted Cruz meant. Geraldo uh, is Jewish, and for him to use the plight of the Jews for a cheap, tawdry political argument, because he doesn't have an argument, is is just unconscionable. It's terrible what he did. and uh, But, you know, he should know better, but of course, he's Geraldo. Uh, you know, and the same thing with Donald Trump, you know, you know, like there on the debate stage when he said, he went on and on about 9-11, as if that's, you know, 
Ted Cruz just walked out there and said, you know what, all you people who suffered in 9-11, you got what you deserved. Yeah, that's what he said. And any criticism of New York means you hate Jews. I mean, that's almost an anti-Semitic argument in and of itself. I mean, but like I said, should know better, but eh, he doesn't. And for the the, uh, voting against the spending on uh, Sandy and 9-11, why do people keep falling for these arguments? Do you really think he hates people in uh, in New Jersey and the like? And he says, I mean, what would be the reason? Does it occur to anyone to ask, well, why would he vote against that? You know, some of the obvious questions that just are never asked. I don't know. Even though I would have thought it's pretty obvious as to why. I mean, he explained it on the floor of the Senate, but, you know, who the hell watches that? But uh, he voted against it because of the pork in it. And this happens time and time again. It happens every year, really, because they're constantly stealing from us. But when there's a disaster, a lot of these uh, political class people, well, boy, that really creams some panties on that. Because uh, then they can steal a quick shitload overnight, more than usual. And so, um, uh, and they can pay off a lot of friends and contributors that way. Well, let's go through the money that uh, was allocated for uh, Sandy. Um, it did pass. Uh, Ted Cruz was unable to stop it. Uh, and it was $60 billion. But out of that $60 billion, $3.5 billion went for the Corps of Engineers for future mitigation efforts to protect against climate change. <laughs> you might as well have taken that $3.5 billion and flushed it down the toilet. $3.5 billion for that voodoo shit. So that's great. Uh, bad Ted. Bad trying to stop that, huh? Yeah. $17 billion in community development block grants for any states with disaster declarations since 2011. <laughs> community development block grants. Well, I wonder what that'll go to. Your guess is as good as mine, but uh, it's $17 billion worth. Um, that's not going to help anybody uh, rebuild their house, is it? No. Uh, $2 billion for U.S. housing and urban development. Well, hopefully that'll be used for building houses. Well, let's see. It's going to be used for long-term recovery and economic revitalization. (laughs) That's probably the the more key term here, uh, because I'm sure little businesses and whatnot owned by contributors could uh, dip into that little pool of $2 billion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So again, uh, I don't think it has anything to do with restoring the homes of people who lost them in the storm. Uh, $200 million for health and human services to be used at the discretion of the secretary. Ah, man. You can imagine being the secretary because that's $200 million you can do with whatever you please. Because your discretion. Oh, I'm sure in the service of health and human services. Yes, yes, yes. But then a lot of businesses in the health and human services type environment uh, can now uh, pick off some of that cash and probably have it coming to them because I'm sure they were, again, contributors. Uh, $5.3 billion in transportation money that can be used for projects related to reducing risk of damage from future disasters. <laughs> so, again, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> $5.3 billion. Uh, $2 billion for the federal highway system. We're supposed to already be funding that, 
But uh, anyway, they got a little extra $2 billion, and then um, $25 million to improve weather forecasting. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, uh, well, I guess they've learned to read the satellites better since then. So let's hope that money was well spent. Or, or, perhaps they're going to look into crystal balls and how to read chicken innards. So, there you go. Money well spent, huh? Of course, uh, since Ted voted against it, I'm sure at the time he probably realized he was not going to be able to stop it. There weren't enough votes to uh, stop the bill. So, uh, had had he had the votes to be able to stop it, I suspect he probably would have changed his vote to vote for it because he wouldn't want to have been the guy to deny it, you know? (laughs) Well, that's just the cynic in me. But anyway, so he managed to maintain his sense of principle by voting against it, knowing it's going to pass anyway. Uh, But now it's being used against him for the hopes that this is going to hurt him in trying to win New York from Donald Trump. (laughs) He never had a chance of winning New York. So Donald Trump will win New York in the primary. Uh, But I guess Ted showed up in New York in the hopes that he might be able to pick off a few districts here and there. And so Donald won't have the total number. But uh, that's my guess. I don't know. Uh, And that's about it. But in the end, Hillary wins it in the general. (laughs) So this is all much ado about nothing. But like I said, there's a few little lessons here. I mean, think these things through, you know, when someone says somebody did something nasty and terrible, you, you, when it's kind of ridiculous, you kind of kind of wonder, well, why would he do it? Well, seek and ye shall find. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hillary's going to win it and be president, I'm afraid, uh, because the Republican Party is so good at snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Oh, look who's here. Lefty, hey, you feeling better? Oh, yes, yes, I'm much better now. I had my tea. Uh, but I couldn't help it over here, and I must say that I do I do agree, yes, Hillary will be the next president. It is about that time that we had a woman in the White House, of course, to make up for all the injustices that have happened in the past. However, I must confess that I was looking more forward to Bernie. I have been feeling the burn. But, of course, I could see that, yes, Hillary will win the nomination and, of course, destroy the Republican Party because, clearly, this little hissy fit between Trump and Cruz, God, I hate that man, uh, just goes to show how immature and unqualified the Republican Party are for government at all. So, that's that. Yeah, well... We're always left with the uh, the lesser of two evils. Of course, I'm going to say Trump is the lesser. <laughs> oh, well, of course you would. Jeez. And, but, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Politics is, uh, it always turns out to be quite the pain in the well, ass. Just, oh, my God. You had to go there. I just, oh, you I hate you. What? I hate you. What? No, I, I, no, I, no that's not what I said. Oh, jeez. Shut up. (sighs) Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.